Dr Holly Keane is a breast surgeon at the Peter McCallum Cancer Centre in Melbourne with an interest in the areas of pain management and tailored screening for breast cancer patients. We spoke with Dr Keane about pain after breast cancer therapy, its implications in day-to-day life for breast cancer patients and some ways to reduce pain during recovery. Pain, including post-mastectomy pain syndrome, um, is something uh, that I've um, looked into. I'm also very interested in um, screening of high-risk women and tailored screening. Um, All of those projects which I started working on with my fellowship in San Francisco and have tried to continue back in Melbourne and Australia. So how common is pain after breast cancer therapy and is it something that affects all people who are diagnosed with breast cancer? So I wouldn't say all women, but it is a a majority. So in in the literature, the incidence of post-mastectomy pain syndrome is between 25 to 60%, but I think it could be even higher than that because simply clinicians don't always ask about it and um, it's not always identified or documented. And what are some ways that people can reduce pain after breast cancer therapy? Yeah, so the ways um, to uh, decrease pain, so the the sort of lifestyle interventions that we talk about are um, exercise um, and having a a normal weight. Um, That isn't specific to post-mastectomy pain um, and it's not really been shown to decrease that incidence but it is it's it it improves breast cancer specific survival and we know that it improves outcomes during chemotherapy um, and other breast cancer treatments Um, but the ways to specifically reduce pain are you know obviously um, pain uh, oral painkillers some um, uh, neuropathic pain um, tablets work as well but my interest and what I was talking about uh, in the session yesterday was an injection um specifically into the nerve that is cut during mastectomy um, that comes out of the chest wall and it forms a little neuroma which can be targeted with local anesthetic and with a steroid injection to decrease this neuropathic pain. So if simply we just have to get clinicians, surgeons, oncologists, radio-oncologists just to ask simply about the presence of the symptoms. So what it is is it's pain either to light touch or constant pain um, over the mastectomy field or over the breast or reconstructed breast. And um, once, you know, if they did say, yes, I do get that sort of pain, you just simply examine the patient in the clinic room. So they just lie down, you palpate along the inframammary fold. And if there's what's called a trigger point, um, which is when you palpate with your index finger and your thumb and the patient sort of hits the roof with pain um, and you, pa- you palpate along um, uh, where the inframammary fold is, uh, where the nerves come out of the chest wall. And if you identify that trigger point, that's there's a neuroma lying underneath, you simply grab a syringe um, with them, not even local anesthetic into the skin. You just put the local anesthetic and the steroid in the mix in the um, syringe and inject it directly into the patient. And many women will have instant results, which is very, very impactful for them. Um, So we should ask about it with everyone who's had breast cancer surgery. People's faces, you know, and their instant reactions, it is life-changing. As I mentioned in the talk yesterday, things like seat belts or even clothes and bras can irritate and activate, activate, um, uh, accentuate this pain and it can be changed with this simple intervention. So hopefully we can get the word out that this is available and, oh, sorry, um, an opportunity for all people who treat breast cancer to be aware of and everyone should be able to do it, surgeons and, you know, other physicians as well. And as an addition to this, how important is, you know, diet and exercise in reducing pain after breast cancer therapy? 
So there isn't great evidence specifically for post-mastectomy pain, but certainly um, to help women get through chemotherapy, endocrine therapy and radiotherapy, um, exercise and diet is um, is helpful um, and will certainly exercise um, increases resistance survival. Um, and so we, I would encourage all my patients to regularly exercise and it's got to be moderate to high intensity three to four times a week. So you get your heart rate up or be sweating. And Diet, I mean, we heard about diet yesterday on the talks. Um, There are some links, but certainly a well-balanced diet is strongly encouraged. And what advice would you give to a patient who was experiencing this sort of pain after their breast cancer therapy? Let your specialist know, and then hopefully they will be aware of this, you know, simple intervention. uh, And if they aren't able to um, provide the intervention themselves to refer to a surgical oncologist to be able to um, perform the injection. What are your hopes for the future of breast cancer research? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good broad one. Really, my hope is in the prevention setting. You know, we, we, we do focus and have to, because breast cancer is so common, on, on the treatment of early breast cancer, then the adjuvant treatments, and then obviously, unfortunately, if it gets to a metastatic stage, all the different drug combinations and changes. But we really need to be preventing this before it happens, you know, then we don't have to do all of these, you know, absolutely highly scientific, you know, um, drug trials, etc. Well, we do have to do those. But if we can prevent more cancers, you know, from happening, that is where I think we should really focus a lot of our research because we won't need all of these extra treatments if we can prevent it in the beginning. That was Melbourne-based surgeon Dr Holly Keane. If you would like to learn more about breast cancer trials or you'd like to support our life-saving research, follow us on social media or visit our website at breastcancertrials.org.au.